This is episode 76, Is Busyness Keeping My Thyroid Sick? Welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast, where we choose to become empowered patients and take our health into our own hands. Hi, I'm Shannon Hansen, a Christian entrepreneur, a mom of three, and after dealing with my own health mysteries, I made it my mission to learn everything I could about the thyroid. I soon became certified as a holistic wellness practitioner, a functional nutrition practitioner, and a functional diagnostic practitioner, and so much more. After that, I founded the revolutionary thyroid program, The Hansen Method. As a health professional and a mom, I fully understand the importance of having a fun, simple, and sustainable plan for achieving a responsive thyroid. So I share actionable and practical strategies for developing a responsive thyroid so that the ambitious moms and women can gain freedom from fatigue and lose the thyroid weight once and for all. Each week, I will be here for you. Along with my guest experts, we will be sharing simple and tangible tips that work for not only your thyroid, your hormones, your family, and your mindset so that you can get back to living the life that you envision for yourself. Welcome to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. Welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. You guys, I'm so excited to be talking about being busy. And if that is still keeping us sick and unhealthy and not happy in our body, um, <laughs> this is kind of an interesting topic and something, you guys, I've been doing a ton of self-reflection lately. Um, so last, I had all kinds of um, errors last week with the podcast. So the podcast came out a little bit late. I It was a mess, you guys. I <laughs> This is not the time or place to go into all that, but technology was not my friend last week, but we did speak about taking personal responsibility and taking personal responsibility. I have to add this if I didn't already say this in the podcast last week, but taking personal responsibility doesn't mean that you take all of the responsibility. Taking personal responsibility is taking ownership for our role in the situation or in the relationship with other people. And that's something that has been obviously on my mind. And then second to that has been this idea or this concept of being busy. And I, I think the reason this is coming up for me is because when I was last busy and I was last overwhelmed and frustrated and couldn't get myself to a better place was about six years ago after my third baby where I was experiencing symptoms of fatigue, constipation. This is really when my thyroid kicked up. Um, I had a lot of GI issues. I was having brain fog. I was, I, I call it like moving slow. And I asked my husband this one time and he looked at me like, no, that's totally not normal. Um, but I remember asking him if it was hard to breathe. And he was like, no. Like, he, he really had no idea what I was talking about. But I was so tired that it felt like I was wearing a weighted vest. And it was, like, suppressing my ability to breathe. And I don't know how to explain that to anybody if you haven't gone through that. But it was like, 
I, I felt like I just couldn't breathe. And I also felt I had fibromyalgia symptoms. Like I was just a hot mess, y'all. Like it was so bad for me. But one of the things that I was doing was keeping myself so busy. Anytime someone asked me to do something, I would say yes. Anytime my kids needed something, I would say yes. Anytime something in my life needed a yes or no answer, I was saying yes. And I remember several times, probably more than I could ever account for, I would say yes to things and I would be double and triple booked in the sense of like, I had to be in three places at once kind of deal. And that day would come, obviously I'm stressed out because there are not three of me. And yet I had to be in three different places at once. I'm supposed to be dropping off a meal to someone. I'm supposed to be teaching a class and I'm supposed to be at my kid's school picking them up. Like, I, you know, I, I don't know. It, it was insane. And some of the best advice that I got at that time was, um, somebody said to me, anytime you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So oftentimes I found myself in these situations where I either had to say yes to making dinner to my family or for my family, or I would say yes to helping another person. And I, I think a lot of moms can understand that sometimes helping and serving other people outside the, of the home feels more rewarding because other people seem to be so much more appreciative of you bringing in a meal or you watching their children or something like that versus in our own homes, people just expect the laundry to be clean. They expect the dishes to be done. They expect, you know, like all of the things to be put into place for them. And it was like, I wanted the external validation from people outside that I was doing a good job, um, number one. And number two, I wanted to keep myself busy because I was not feeling good in my body. I would look in the mirror and I wouldn't recognize myself. I was uncomfortable with my digestive system. I was uncomfortable in my body with the fibromyalgia symptoms. So I was in pain all the time. My feet hurt, my back hurt, my muscles hurt. And to make a long story short, I went into the doctor. Well, let me back up. I saw naturopathic doctors. I saw endocrinologists. I saw GI doctors only to be told that everything was normal and everything was fine. And I clearly know myself and my body better than that. And I knew that everything was not normal and everything was not fine. And I didn't enjoy the way that I felt, but I was keeping myself so busy because I didn't know what else to do when I was struggling. And knowing what I know now about the body and about burnout and <laughs> all of that, I was causing more harm to my body because I was trying to push through and to do things instead of taking that personal responsibility and saying, okay, Shannon, you need more than four hours of sleep at night. I was just coaching one of my clients yesterday and she's in the middle of tax season 
she has so much on her plate. You know, her kids are at, in sports, so it's their sports season, plus her job of taxes, plus her husband and his job and his needs and his health is kind of doing some funky things. And so there, she's like in this really weird, like, I'm so busy. And she said to me, she's like, she said something to the effect of like, she's not sleeping. Right. She's like, I know I need to improve all my sleep. And so I, you know, obviously asked her about that and it came out. She's like, I'm just trying to stay up late to get everything done that I need to get done. And this was one of my mistakes. And one of the things that I'm warning you guys about is sometimes being more productive means going to bed, means asking for help because I was only sleeping, let's say five hours, six hours a night. And yes, it was interrupted because I was nursing the baby in the middle of the night and I wasn't getting good sleep. Well, what that eventually did for me and what I've seen happen over and over again in my practice is it caused, they call it like a reverse curve with the cortisol. So what this looks like for most women is you peak at night, so you have more cortisol at night, which means you also have more energy in the evening, and then you wake up in the morning exhausted. Like, you're prying your eyes open, you're fumbling, I don't drink coffee, but I, just the way that I picture it in my head is like you're fumbling in your bathrobe to the kitchen to get coffee that you have on a timer because you know... (laughs) you know you're going to need that the second that you wake up, right? Uh, And from that, then typically you have a peak in energy around, or I'm sorry, not a peak in energy, you have a crash in energy around that two, three o'clock, okay? And you repeat that cycle over and over and over and over and over and over and over again to the point where you can't get out of it. You wake up every morning thinking, okay, I'm going to go to bed early, I'm going to go to bed early, and then, you know, seven, eight, nine o'clock at night come and you're like, Bing, I'm wide awake. Or even if you are tired, you're like, this is the only time of peace and quiet that I have. And so I'm going to stay up late, binge watching Netflix because nobody's crawling all over me and nobody's touching me and nobody's thinking about me. And I, I kind of have a joke <laughs> with my kids and my family when I am kind of tapped out now, meaning I've had a lot of energy output and I just need a break and I need to go take a bath and, you know, reset myself. I'm like, listen, I'm going to go take a bath. Nobody think about me. Nobody talk to me. Nobody look at me. Nobody smell me. Nobody like, don't even think about me (laughs) when I am in the bath. I want to be left alone and I just need 30 minutes (laughs) to kind of reset and recharge. Anyways, kind of a funny thing, but that is a cycle that took me a long time to, to break, to be honest, because you get stuck in this cycle, right? And this can go back to our thoughts and our beliefs. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you guys can go check out that belief post that I did with the circles where, you know, your thoughts fill your beliefs and feelings and results and actions and all of those actions and then results and that fuels your beliefs. Anyways, so that is something that can happen with our own health, 
right? We are on this hamster wheel and we can't break that cycle. And I, I wish it was super easy and super simple and I could be like, just do this. But everybody is different and your needs are different. Um, so I'm going to just share what helped me a lot. Um, number one, and you guys have probably heard me say this over and over again, I had to prioritize my sleep. I had to prioritize my sleep. And prioritizing my sleep did a couple of things. One, it helped me balance out my blood sugar levels because what I was doing is I would wake up in the morning and I'm so tired and so fatigued and all of the things, and I would drink the Dr. Pepper. That's right. I would typically go to the fridge and <laughs> sip on a Dr. Pepper, or my husband drinks Mountain Dew, so if there wasn't Dr. Pepper, I'd be sipping his Mountain Dew. And I hate Mountain Dew, you guys. Like, But I needed something. And then I'm like hitting this news button before that, but I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, the kids got to go, go to school, so I got to get up. And you know, and I felt like I was just always rushing my way through life, but I was also moving at a snail's pace. Um, and I, this is kind of a weird thing, and hopefully you guys know what I'm talking about when I explain this, but I would do dishes, and I'm so tired that I'm like leaning over the sink doing dishes, and instead of being able to do them in like two to three minutes, it takes me 15, 20 minutes because I'm tired. I'm moving slow. My body was tired. And I remember one time asking my husband, I was like, does it ever feel like you just can't breathe? Like you're wearing a weighted vest. And I remember him thinking it. He was like, no, that's totally weird. But that's really where I was at at that point in time is I felt like I couldn't breathe. Because my body was so tired and so fatigued and so worn down that I felt like I couldn't breathe because breathing was that much energy output. So with that reverse curve, I keeping me busy was actually draining my body of the cortisol that it needed. Now, we think that cortisol has this really bad rap. It has this really bad name. That's why you have the belly fat, and that's why you can't lose weight, and that's why blah, blah, blah. But when our body is depleted of cortisol, cortisol is also an anti-inflammatory. And so what I see a lot with my clients and what I've experienced for myself is that I would burn myself out with the busyness, and I would, I was pulling more and more cortisol out of my body to the point where I was like not even producing cortisol the way that I needed to. So that's why I was puffy. That's why I was inflamed. That's why I had muscle aches and pains. That's why I was experiencing fibromyalgia type symptoms is because my body didn't have those hormones that it needed. Now imagine this for just a second. If we had a pyramid and at that base level of that pyramid, we have cortisol and insulin. And then right above that, in the middle ground, we have our sex hormones. And then above that, we have thyroid hormones. Now, all of those hormones build off of each other, right? So at the, 
at that base level, if my cortisol was not producing itself, um, I, I was robbing, <laughs> well, it actually is kind of interesting. So if we don't have enough cortisol, our body will begin to take other sex hormones to try to produce the cortisol, right? It might start taking uh, testosterone. It might start taking progesterone. And that causes the other issues with our sex hormones and then also with our thyroid hormones. So then we get even more stuck. So for me, it was the cortisol that was causing sleep issues. And that was causing me to do terrible things to my blood sugar levels where I was trying to use caffeine and sugar and chocolate and all of the things, baked goods, whatever it was to give me the energy that I needed. And at the same time of me disrupting the insulin and the cortisol at that base level, I was creating a cascade effect with my sex hormones and with my thyroid hormones. And that ultimately ended me up in a really unhealthy place. And that's what I see happen so many times with our thyroid clients, where if we would prioritize managing our sleep, if we would prioritize managing our stress levels, it would help balance out those insulin levels and curb those sugar cravings because we wouldn't be reliant upon the sugar to give us the energy. Hopefully that makes sense to you guys. <laughs> so yes, at the end of the day, yes, being busy can keep us stuck and keep us more sick because we are unknowingly, unknowingly causing damage to our body and to our hormones because we're trying to stay busy, because we're trying to get everything done, because we're trying to prioritize our kids and our family and, and serving other people and doing all these good, wonderful things. Well, silently, we're kind of dying inside. This is so unhealthy, you guys. And what I want you guys to do is I want you to head over to the show notes and I want you to download our symptom assessment. Totally free. The link is going to take you directly to like a Google Doc. <laughs> you guys, I'm not even like, you guys can just go download it. Okay, super simple. And what I want you to do is set a reminder on your phone for every 30 days. And I want you to fill out the symptom assessment. And I want you to try to do some of the things that I recommended here in the podcast today. Maybe prioritize your sleep. Maybe prioritize your blood sugar levels. Maybe learn to say no to things. Because when we say no to things, we're saying yes to something else. And that yes to something else could be more important and help our health move forward. So that we can get to a place where we can really say yes and we can really have good answers and good results behind everything that we're doing, right? Now, having baby number four, so weird to say, I feel like a lot of this is much easier on me because I've learned how to say no to things that are no longer serving me. So head over to the show notes, download that symptom assessment, fill it out every 30 days and attach it to your thyroid labs when you get them done so that you know what is working and what is not working and where your lab levels are the best. All right, I'll see you guys on the next.